Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. All right, so today's episode, I want to talk about alcohol and drinking and how it affects your body, how it's processed in your body, how it can affect your results. Funny enough, when before women sign up with me, one of the number one questions they ask, because I always ask, do you have any questions for me, is are you going to make me cut out wine and are you going to make me cut out coffee? And my answer is I'm never going to make you cut out anything you don't want to. I might help you realize that boundaries are necessary and I want to get your body functioning as good as possible, but that also means creating balance with things. And in this industry, like anything in this industry, there's so many opinions. There is the alcohol ruins your hormones, your sleep, your metabolism. You can't see any progress at all when you're drinking. And then there's the opposite end of if it fits your macros, if two glasses of wine a night fits your macros, you can have it and you can still see results. So I'm going to give you my opinion on it, which is always going to be in the middle because I don't think either of those options creates a lot of balance. And I don't think either of those options creates an environment where we're thriving in our bodies because at the end of the day, we want to feel good every day. It's not about restriction. It's not just about what fits our macros. It's about what is actually going on in our body, how it's being processed, and then recognizing how it's affecting us mentally, physically, and emotionally. Funny enough... I'm recording this episode with a little bit of a hangover. I'm always honest with you, so I'm just going to throw that out there. I cannot tell you the last time that I've had a bit of a hangover because I really don't drink. I recognized in my late 20s that drinking didn't make me feel good. It really affects me emotionally the day after, but I feel like I miss out on two days after. I just feel really groggy. I don't love the way it makes me feel. So one, I'm never somebody that casually has a drink or has a drink to relax. It's just never who I am. Not that you should feel guilty if that's what you do. I'm just telling you that's truly not not who I am. And when I go out, my boundary, my limit is usually one or two drinks. And I have this maybe once, maybe twice a month. Well, I'm out in Denver, right? And I'm meeting friends and I got invited to a concert last night and it was a girl's birthday and so many drinks were being bought. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna have fun and I'm going to enjoy this. And that's what I did. And today I realized why I don't do it. It's like the memes that you see where you're like, I feel like I'm 25 until I hang out with 25 year olds again. That was me last night. 
my day has consisted right now of like ibuprofen and CBD oil and electrolyte powder. And here I am recording this podcast. And I had this episode planned out for this week, not knowing this was going to happen. And so I just thought I'm going to I'm just going to be honest and throw it out there. So this one hits a little bit different for me today, but let's really break down what's going on when you are drinking alcohol. So alcohol is actually a fourth macronutrient, which most people don't realize that, but the main macronutrients are protein, carbs, and fats. Alcohol, which is ethanol, is a fourth one, but we don't we're not tracking those numbers every single day, right? It's processed in your body as a carb or as a fat. However, when alcohol is present, your body's main job, your body's number one job is to process that alcohol through your liver first, which means all other metabolic functions shut down. When your body's processing alcohol as its main source of energy, when it enters your system, it means your body's not processing protein, carb, and fat. And the problem is we're usually pairing alcohol with food. Rarely are we just having a drink. We're usually eating a meal with it, having appetizers, enjoying life. And so when all other metabolic functions shut down in your body and it processes the alcohol first, your body's way more likely to store that. So that can be working against you right away. And then typically when there's more alcohol involved, we lose a little bit of self-control with food and with decisions, and we tend to go overboard aka me last night. So it's not saying that you shouldn't drink alcohol at all. It's just knowing what's actually going on in your body and then how it's making you feel. So from a metabolic standpoint, we already know it's working against us a little bit because we're way more likely to store body fat, to store carbohydrates on our body when we're drinking alcohol. But the other things that it can do is it can affect your sex hormones. So it can definitely affect the testosterone in your body. And testosterone, for women, we think it's just a male thing, but it's not. Testosterone is really, really important in our body as well. And it plays a role in many metabolic processes like muscle formation and fat burning capabilities. And when it starts to affect testosterone, you understand that hormones are are a symphony, right? They're like a domino effect. If your testosterone is off, likely your estrogen, your progesterone is also going to be off. Not saying that you shouldn't have it at all, but if you're having it every single day, you're going to notice the effects of this being stronger. Another thing is alcohol can negatively affect your sleep. You know, a lot of times we think, hey, I'm going to have I'm going to have a glass of wine or a drink before bed and it helps me get to sleep, but it actually affects your REM sleep, how deep you sleep. So you're way more likely to have increased periods of waking up throughout your sleep and that creates lack of sleep or impaired sleep, which also affects your hormones, your hunger, your satisfaction, your energy, all of these different things. So We know that, yes, alcohol can absolutely have an effect on our body, but the answer is how do we enjoy it in moderation, right? Like where, where is that balance? Where is the line? And I'll be really honest with you. If you're having drinks more than three times a week, you're going to have a really hard time getting to your goals because Again, it's not just a calories in, calories out. It's alcohol is affecting your sleep, your hormones, your body's ability to build lean muscle. And it's also a stress on the body. So if you're pairing alcohol with little sleep, with maybe eating food that you're not, you don't normally have, then we start to get in a situation where our body is overly 
overly stressed and it's really going to affect you. It doesn't matter how hard you're working in the gym or crushing it that next morning, it is going to start to affect you. Maybe you could do that when you were in your 20s, like I thought I could last night, but I know a lot of people listening to this podcast aren't in their young 20s anymore. If you are, then like, girl, I... I wish, you know, that's how it, it, it can work like that when you're younger because your body can handle more stress. Your hormones are typically in a more balanced state. As we get older, we start to have some of these things working against us and alcohol can be a defining factor in reaching our goals. So two things. I say if you're going to have drinks or if you have a drink to relax, can you keep it to two times a week? That seems like a really decent boundary. I know it's hard to even three times, right? If you're used to having something every night, I would say start going to every other night. Start cutting back. It's important that you have other forms of relaxation, other forms of stress relief outside of I'm going to have a drink because is it really helping you? Is it really taking the edge off if you're waking up stressed the next day and then you need to end your night with a drink? So just sort of start to recognize that and say, what are other ways that I can de-stress without just feeling like I can have a drink? So limiting it to two to three times a week, I prefer two for my women that are very, very goal-oriented. If you're goal composition-oriented, you better limit it to two a week. And then it's setting boundaries when you are drinking. Of course, you're going to have the one-offs like I had last night. That's probably going to be my number one for this year. I doubt I'm going to have another night like I had last night for the rest of this year. One, because I just don't enjoy that. Two, it doesn't make me feel good. I can go out and have fun and have one to two drinks and be just fine. Uh, I'm going to stick with that from now on. But setting boundaries when you have drinks because... When you don't set a boundary, it's very easy to go overboard. It's very easy to let that, you know, two to three drinks turn into four, turn into five, turn into eating whatever you want, turn into being hungover the next day, and then eating whatever you want that next day. And sort of the cycle continues. And then we start the guilt, shame, the I'm going to crush it on Mondays, and you go back into stressing your body out. And then we wonder why we're in positions where our body is never seeing the results that we want to see and we never feel good. We never feel confident or happy or thriving in our body. Not saying that alcohol is the driving factor. There's a lot of other things going on, but it's sort of considering these habits, behaviors, and patterns that we have and associating them to how we feel. Like it's, ladies, it's not a calories in, calories out situation that we're dealing with. So where is your boundary at? Where, where's your limit? For me, it's two. If I go past two drinks, I'm not going to feel good the next day. It's going to affect me mentally and emotionally. And that is when I start to say, I start to lose, not lose control of the situation, but you start to let a lot of other things sneak in, right? So I always will limit myself to two drinks and it's finding yours. For some of you, you know, maybe you're used to going out on a weekend and having four to five drinks. Who, who knows? You know, we're all in different positions. So maybe your boundary is three. Maybe for some of you, your boundary is one and that's more than enough for you. But making sure you're limiting it two to three times a week, Two for my women that are really, really into composition change and then setting boundaries when you are drinking. Where is your limit with that? Because even two times a week, if you're having a whole bottle of wine, that is going to affect you. What's really great about this whole journey that we're on with our body and with our health and fitness is that we get to create our own. And that's what I want you to know is that 
you get to create what this looks like for you. You get to evolve into the woman that you really truly want to be and you get to make those decisions. You don't let diet culture, you don't even let coaches make those decisions for you. I guide you to make those decisions. We talk about how things make you feel, not just physically, but also mentally. So I think the biggest thing out of this podcast episode that I want you to understand is one, how alcohol is processed in our body how it can affect it metabolically, hormonally, your sleep, but it doesn't have to be a deciding factor in your progress if you don't let it be. But have the honest conversations with yourself on, is this really what I want? Does it make me feel good? Do I have any other sources of relaxing besides having a drink at night? If the answer is no, girl, we got to find you some ways to, to bring your stress down, to bring that parasympathetic nervous system down to where you don't feel like you need a drink because then the drinks you have, you enjoy more. And I want to give you an example of a client that when I started with her, she was having a drink almost every single night to relax. And she was like, it's the one thing that I cannot give up. And I was like, okay, like I can work with that. So we start there and we say, okay, we're not going to give up drinking, right? That's, that seems like too steep of a challenge right now. So where in our life can we start to alleviate other stressors? So drinking isn't a huge stress on the body. So we start there, we start building it. And then we say, okay, so what if we just tried to not have a drink that night? You're feeling better, right? You're feeling happier. You're feeling more confident in your body. You're feeling stronger. And so she would have a drink like on the weekends, every single weekend night, she'd have a couple of drinks and never really feel great starting Monday. And it started with like little, little trickles here and there of I didn't drink Friday or I didn't drink Saturday. And I started to feel really good. I got a message on Monday morning and this is her third weekend in a row without having any drinks. Keep in mind, this is a client that said, this is a non-negotiable for me. You can't cut this out. And if I were to say, no, you have to, you have to cut it out because these are all the reasons why, I wouldn't have been a good coach. I met her in the middle. I showed her what her body is capable of. I got her feeling good and amazing in other areas. So she's willing to make those compromises when she's already seeing momentum with feeling this good. And that's what I want you to recognize on your journey is like, is this really serving you? And if it's not, doesn't mean we need to cut it out. It's how do we create an environment where this does serve me, where I can still reach my goals and enjoy some drinks, where I do have other ways to relax, which makes the having drinks even more fun on the nights that I choose to have them. So understand how it affects your body. Set those beautiful boundaries with it. Have honest conversations with yourself around how is it affecting me mentally, physically, and emotionally. And then you get to build your own journey with it, which is really, really, really freaking exciting. So any questions you have on this podcast or specific to alcohol, always drop them because a lot of the podcast episodes that I do are based off of questions that you send me or ask me in the DMs. So it's actually really helpful when you send me those questions because if you have that question, it's likely that somebody else also has that question. So I'm going to go for a walk, move my body, drink some electrolyte powder, eat some nutrient-dense food because I know that my body's in an overly stressed state now. I'm aware of that and I need to balance it out so I can wake up tomorrow feeling my best. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like this podcast, leave me a review and share it with any women in your life that you think need to hear it. 
If you don't already follow me, go over to Instagram, search Conditioned by Katie. Make sure you follow me. You're part of this community. If you're interested in working with me, look, I have so many different ways you can work with me from one-on-one coaching to small group to master classes that I host and everything in between. The best way you can find out what's going on in the Conditioned by Katie world is to either follow me on Instagram or sign up for my newsletter on my website. That's going to give you all the updated info and a lot of other fun things every single week. But look, I'm just so happy you're here. I'm happy you're part of this community. Keep showing up, keep growing with me, and keep being you.